Welcome to Different Gravy, not just another Sheffield Wednesday podcast. I'm one of the hosts, Richard Miller, and I'd like to introduce my co-host, Dr. Lou Gledor. And in lieu of his traditional pithy intro, uh, I want to work out this old showbiz joke because I'm in a particular situation. I want to make the most of it. So they say, Luke, that you podcast from a car park in Donny twice in your podcasting career, once on the way up, and the second... Well, it's good to be back. Um, <laughs> that's that, that just got stuck in my head, and I had to sort of just scratch the itch. So, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm in a slightly nice, nicer place, which is my own apartment, which is slightly nicer than a car park in Donny. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, so, we did talk about maybe Rich going back to to Chester, but Rich was oh, he was frothing at the bit. <laughs> is that the word? Yeah, I don't. I think it's probably a bit of a spoonerism. I think uh, chomping at the bit, frothing at the mouth, but whatever. Chomping at the mouth. That's what he was doing. Chomping at the tits to get going. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a bit of sort of real life, uh, almost like a 24 esque ticking clock. In that mm. uh, I'm sat in this car park. I have no idea when it will close. I can see the gate, so I hope I will not be locked in a car park in Donny <laughs> over the evening. Um, but um, at any point, the podcast may be interrupted by me having to move move uh, and, and save myself from an evening in an industrial estate just outside uh, the, the Keep Moat Stadium, or the Eco Power Stadium, as it's now called. <laughs> I'm, I'm just glad that I think I've often taught, told people that Rich is the Jack Bauer of the podcast. So I'm, I'm just <laughs> glad to see you see you step up to that moniker. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's something I I just have to deal with. It's a cross I have to bear. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, the Jack Bauer of the podcast is um, it's what I am. It's what I do. Well, what Keith, what can you say? Well, Kiefer, <laughs> shall we get going on uh, on any mild Wednesday news? Breaking hoo-hoos. The mild Wednesday news, yeah. Crash, mm. boom, wallop. There's what? an owl. What's it? What's he got in his mouth? Oh, it's news. It's hoo-hoos. Fresh, fresh hoo-hoos. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to leave that in. I'm going to put the drop. And I'm going to put that in as well. <laughs> oh, now he's. Oh, oh, he's been sick and there's, there's mice bits in it. Oh, it's a bolus. That's what they call those. <laughs> oh, he's bringing oh. up news entrails from his mouth. He's bringing up news entrails. And what does it say here? It says, drip, drip, drip. Accrington Stanley game called off due to waterlogged pitch. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, James no... O'Connor, for bringing, bringing said news. <laughs> Ah, oh, James Alconner. Where, where was uh, where was the the JRC when uh, those those two uh, Hutch and Palmer were naming their their teams? Surely, no greater pleasure than to pull up alongside James O'Connor on the football pitch of uh, three pm on a Saturday. Those claps, those seal claps, must it's make you feel going. ten foot at all. You know, you know, I didn't think I'd miss him, but then uh, I this this feeling uh, uh, of my ankles weren't getting weren't getting bothered anymore. 
Hang on, I kind of miss him. <laughs> JLC nipping at your ankles. And then they'd call, um, they'd call him something like Jocks or something. Like that, <laughs> yeah, Jocks, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the pitch was looking terrible at the end of last Saturday's game, wasn't it? So mm-hmm. not hugely surprising that mm-hmm. uh, we've got this new fun thing in the UK where we name name storms once they get to a certain yep. size to try and be cool like Americans. Um, we wear our baseball caps backwards, we sit on chairs backwards, and we name storms because uh, it's all cool, cool American stuff. And we chew bubblegum as well, actually. Um, and we wear our leather jackets and pull up to the drive-in mm, diner, right? Smoke Marlboros slash camels. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, try and convince ourselves we like Bud Light. Um, anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, we've had two of those in short succession. Um, I think the first, I think it was Dennis. They do a man's name and then a woman's name is the uh, is the convention. Mm. Let me. But we've had yeah we've had two of these two of these bungers back to back. Dudley Dudley and Eunice. There we go. So Dudley and Eunice played Merry Hell with uh, the turf at, at Hillsborough. Um, it's a so it doesn't seem that long ago that the whole we were getting excited watching stop motion animation of of the Deso being laid and all the fantastic new drainage that was there. Has that all just gone to hell? What's the deal, do you think? I don't know, but it's, it's still... What's the deal? Sorry. I don't know. And, and you know, obviously, I'm, I'm very, very conscious that... Um, what's the name of the Wednesday YouTuber chap? Chef, Chef Cam? Do you, are you aware of this gentleman? Okay. He did a very kind of in-depth look at... Oh. It's like a viral. I didn't watch it properly, and I must give my apologies. But I, I think people have probably watched it, and he's he's um, uncovered on the fact that basically there's a part of the, thanks to the grandstand basically being built, there's a part of the south stand which doesn't get enough sunlight. Oh right, yes, that's always that's not really uh, much of a discovery. I think that's been known for. That's been well, for a while. I've, but I've it... certainly been aware of that for a, yeah some time. But, but we've got the big sun lamps like this. We had to mm. get special electricity p- plug putting into the ground <laughs> to uh, to let us do the sun lamps. So I thought that was supposed to mitigate that. But maybe, <sighs> I mean, that we are in the middle of an energy crisis, Luke, and perhaps uh, the lecky bill is is the is the. Um, is the the current noose around the neck of the chairman? He's managing to pay the players, <laughs> but uh, but Scottish power is a bridge too far. Mm. I guess <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I I genuinely feel a bit like I don't know. I've not been there. I can't say. Um, also, also, I I don't suggest anyone is making this claim, but it's not a bit like well, uh, well, our uh, Darren's got a got a game on, and he he got it on. <laughs> You know, it's not it's not like that. It's a bit different, isn't it? And I imagine I've, I've yeah. heard the come. You know, conditions are bad, so I don't know. And there's been a number of games called off this weekend and midweek, especially. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I suppose the tricky thing is, like you know, this is February. We're not. The weather is not going to kick up markedly <laughs> between between now and. 
probably the end of the season, really, or very close to the end of the season. So I suppose the thing is, we're pro- the, the worrying thing is we're probably stuck with a pretty crappy pitch now for the rest, the remainder of the of the season, or at least a, a good chunk of it. Yeah, and then obviously the fact that we're missing a game midweek means that there's even more games to play. So Yes, there's that too. There's a lot less time for the pitch to recover, so... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I know. I don't know. I don't know what people. We're not going to imagine if we did. That would be good. Imagine, Mister Mister Chancery. There's something you must listen to. (laughs) What is? What is it now? Do you do you Dom Housen? Dom Housen introduced it to Chancery. Mister Chancery, these two young podcasting upstarts, (laughs) uh, contentious to the crown between me and James, um, both. (laughs) Managed to step upon some great revelation. They've they've wondering if you couldn't just drill a few holes. Would that not get rid of some of the water? <laughs> I loved at the end of the impersonation, and I, I must admit, like you, you're very good at impersonations, Rich, a lot better than me. I, I was doing one myself today, and I thought, in retrospect, being like the first the first line was good. And it's like I almost <laughs> mentally thought I got away with that, and then I just yeah. completely crumbled under the pressure. But I just uh, want to say, Rich, as much as I enjoyed that, and thank you, the end of it was more like Dom Housen merging with the lady announcer to talk about. Our <laughs> license bars closed now, please. <laughs> Have you tried? To... Is it? Is that why the water's sticking? Because the plug's still in. Have you? Have you checked? that was good (laughs) anyway that happened a game was postponed was it like an hour before kickoff it wasn't that long was it it wasn't that long apparently the delay was they wanted to wait till the Accrington Stanley officials turned up so that they could tell them um or they could show them the pitch. So, but that's, you could show them a picture, couldn't you? I mean, it's, <laughs> they've seen a wet pitch before. I, I heard um, they were waiting for the Accrington Stanley fans coach to turn up so they could tell each one of them individually, all 15 of them, at the game. <laughs> um, no, shit, shitty, <laughs> shitty Billy Big Ball's comment aside, I mean, the thing I was going to say was that's it's a bit of a kicker for travelling fans. Yeah, oh, definitely. I mean, I, I, again, I, I, midweek games are tricky for me, um, but I was very, very close to starting to make the journey, and I would have, yeah, I probably would have already been in Sheffield by the time the announcement was made. So, yeah, I, I, that would have been very annoying for me personally, but uh, thankfully I avoided that. But I, I know fans travelled as far as that or, or further. Um, there was fans that came from as far as Eastbourne, apparently. and. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's rough. That is rough. That is rough. I mean, it can't be, uh, in a way, if you're setting off for Eastbourne, <laughs> like unless they announce it nine in the morning, you're going to be on your journey before um, it gets it gets announced. So, but I suppose you could have saved a little bit, an hour or two here or there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it seems strange that because they said that, oh, we're having a pitch inspection and then it took 50 minutes for the game to be called off after that. But apparently that was the reason was that they were waiting for Accrington Stanley to come and have a look themselves. So who knows? Maybe they were, they were very keen for them to, to players. Turn up and say, you know, 
do you do you think we think this game should be called off and the Atkinson Stanley player uh, officials would go exactly <laughs> exactly exactly um, exactly hmm. the, the, yeah we're going do you know the pe- the pitch is really really wet how wet is wet though because we've played on some absolute quagmires just let's come and have a look quagmires <laughs> We'll just have a little look. We're only down the road now. <laughs> I don't know why people from Atkinson are fully scouts now, but that's uh, that's what's happening. It's canon now. It's canon, Luke. It's canon. We're gonna live with it. Um. So yeah, mm. I mean, I think that's. I think we've done that to death. I think that's. that's uh, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, you you did bring up priors like Mendes Lang being injured. Is that news? I'm like, I think a lot of. I don't know. Is is it news? Anyone's injured? I suppose, but in a way, I just feel like I called it. There was no mention of it after the match, really. But I did see him hold his hamstring and look very uncomfortable and a bit upset walking off the pitch. Um, So it was weird that he was like on media duties and not asked about how he was feeling. Um, Or not that I heard, anyway. But then, yeah, obviously the news came out. I mean, we all like we all like a chance to say "I told you so," don't we? Even if it's something very sad, like Nathaniel Mendes Lang missing some matches for us, which uh, which is a real shame because he's he's been a great addition. <laughs> I've just got a great image of Rich Psychic Physio in in the crowd being like, "See that? That's a great two tear. That it's going to take about three months." Tell he's got that bit right. Right between bum cheek and uh, leg, <laughs> very technical. It's where the uh, it's where the hip bone connects to the uh, leg bone. <laughs> <laughs> I come from the Dem Bones Dem Bones uh, school of, of of racist physiotherapy. Wait, wait a minute, just gotta just gotta think it through. Evil connection to shadow bone. I'm really glad that we won, so, and I'm glad that we're in. I'm glad we're in a general mood yes. for this because this was. I was getting very upset at halftime. Yeah. <sighs> so should we get? Should we get stuck in? Let's let's um, hop on the segue to the reason I I'm in Doncaster is uh, got the rare rare opportunity to go to a Wednesday away day, and uh, with my measly 510 points uh, managed to managed to sneak in under the wire um we think we had about half the ground which is probably why i was able to get a ticket i think we i think we possibly outnumbered the donny fans or it was very close so were you so you were on like one of the I never know what how to call it. I wish there was a better parlance for side stands rather than the end stands. <laughs> Sides that doesn't sound right. No, it doesn't. But um... that's how it works. Okay, you were on one of the. So a I was long, going to ask a you not, a longy not a shorty. Longy not a shorty. So that's why. So for the Wednesday goals in the second half, you were parallel with them. Was that correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Had a great. Right. So basically, had a great view of all. All the goals, top stuff. All four of them. All right. Yeah. Free in the and the and Donna one. Um, and the so, Donna. Donna. So you okay? That makes sense because I was watching it and then I, I would love to have like 
I mean, we, we don't get great coverage. We don't get multi-cameras. We don't get... No. A lot of things we don't get, you know, for, for our for our iFollow pennies. Um, but um, it, it, I, maybe it's a really weird way. I'd like to... I'd like to know more about, like, I'd love, like, if I was watching this and it was a more professional thing. <laughs> I would genuinely really enjoy, like, five minutes where they just talk about the stadium. And they also just... Yeah. I'd like a drone that flies through the... the oh, that'd the, be nice. The uh, the stands and then kind of, like, maps out where people are and be like, and today's away attend Sheffield Wednesday. Fans will be here. Um, because I was like, so we, we so Wednesday had a side stand, a bit of a side stand. Yes, and an end stand. That's right. Because I've been, I've been at Donner in the in the end stand. <laughs> okay, but I've not been to you know I've not been on the side stand. You've not been on the longy. You've been on the shorty. Been on the shorty. Yeah. Um, just whilst we're talking about the stadium and the experience, mm. uh, they too, like like everybody else now, had uh, have a sc- have a screen. <laughs> Um, good. And good. the Wednesday screen, there's a lot of advertising goes on, and there's some advertising on this on the Donny screen as well. But I'm going to send you just through WhatsApp a couple of pictures, and I would there was no explanation given. I'd just love to know what you think is happening with these pictures. Now, these are two of probably about ten examples that they put up uh, prior to and during the match. Uh, I'm just I'm just sending them across via WhatsApp now. Um, mm. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to give a brief description? Um, okay, so the first one I'm looking at has a picture <laughs> of a gentleman, and he, it's like a spot the difference. It's cut in half. It's the same picture. One of them's he's smiling. The other one he's not smiling, but he's got a bit of a, a dirty t-shirt. Basically, there's there's some there's some dust on his t-shirt. This is what I think is going on. That's made more visible in the one where he's not smiling. So clearly, clearly, uh, but actually below it says mental health struggles. Mental health struggles aren't always visible. I'm wondering if that's on the TV or whether that was at the bot. I did. I did. I don't know if I got a picture now. Yeah, I've only just seen that. I couldn't see that with my naked eye. Uh, but zooming into the photo, I can see that. I'm just wondering if that's there all the time. Oh, so that's actually more to do with the weather and your. That's some rain. That you photographed across the. <laughs> this is this is great podcasting, folks. Um, it's great podcasting. But, it, but the funny thing is, with the way you've captured it, I mean, it. it I guess it's a, a kind of an idea for a spot the different. Oh, you can't tell people are struggling, but the funny thing from the picture you've taken, it's more like, um, look, look how good Daz is. Well, no, but that they were all. That was the only difference was the the, the one on the right. Because if you look at the other one, it's the same thing. The one on the right kind of has a smear of white or blue on the black T-shirt. Yeah, um, is, is that? And there is, was a there was pictures of women doing that. There was pictures of the, um, a, 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 I guess, kind of like a young person or two. So I guess that makes it. I don't want to make like we're very, um, you know, we're pro talking mental health. So if that's the. <laughs> effort fair enough but there was no explanation sure, that sure. was tiny i mean if you zoom out given that's closer to what my naked eye view was you cannot see that at all there was you no did... explanation yeah. given prior so you just saw these two pictures that look like the the most disappointing weight watchers before and after you've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> 
Barbara came in. She was 14 stone, five pounds. She's now 14 stone, three pounds. Look how different she looks. And like the difference is that Barbara's got a dirtier T-shirt on, basically. Like, look, look, he, he's he's feeling down. He's putting a t-shirt that he's got some. He's, he's smeared some semen into into the fabric. He's so down. He's often, not seen that it's not acceptable in society. Often, sad people will have jizz on their clothes. You've got to spot the signs. You've got to spot the signs. Clinically sad, depressed people will have jizz upon their person. We know this. I, I thought he was so happy that he just creamed all over his shirt. But on this occasion, out, he was deeply this occasion, sad. Deeply sad. He actually tried coming on his shirt and he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> didn't yeah. make him feel any happier. <laughs> It is uh, weird. It is bizarre. I'm really sorry to take. Am I sorry to take? No, oh, it's quite funny. I'll be honest. Let's just we'll we we'll put, put some of the past. show notes to apologise for that, and also <laughs> yeah, we'll put the photos in the show notes for uh, your delectation. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, did, yeah. There was a lot of like. I mean, that's a very public. Um, if that's the you know if that is the message which it seems to be a very public service orientated screen because um at half time we had them like telling you how to do the uh do the C- do cpr um another <laughs> thing about you said like, do the cpr that had the pausing where i was like do 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 the cpr well yeah i was going to say the time warp yes which is probably one of the songs that they've done it along to Put your hands on their chest. <laughs> <laughs> and give their ribcage a squeeze. <laughs> Put your mouth on their mouth and help them to breathe. Make sure you first clean out their mouth so you don't give your tongue a rasm sick. They're because you would vomit in their throat. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, uh, I, so... can I keep going with some piffy comments I have I'm going to give a huge uh, different gravy shout out to everyone who listens who like me and uses a note app um, I'm giving some respect to my man Evernote <laughs> if you use Microsoft okay. OneNote if you use Google Keep if you use anything else in the note taking sphere shout out to that I used a feature to purposely go and put a reminder from an old something I saw, which I didn't make a comment about when we first played Doncaster because I wouldn't have seen it at the time. Okay. So we played Donnie the first game of the season, right? We were at home, mm-hmm. and I managed to, in the joy and getting caught up in the enjoyability of the new season, um, I found some Doncaster fan who's doing a vlog, doing a easy YouTuber. Okay, you know, yeah. he's going around. Yeah, yeah. And it was very funny. It was very entertaining. Just for his, you know, generally people just getting very upset at football games. Yes, yes. Especially in those lens, because they're typically people who kind of dial it up as well. Yes. Maybe they got the characters, so it's like that. So, 
There was a Donny fan who was interviewing some Wednesday fans before the game. Mm-hmm. Um, met, some, met some Wednesday lads, some, some middle-aged blokes who were very cocky and very confident and being like, he's like, how, how do you lads think you're going to get on this season? He's like, oh, we're, we're winning it, <laughs> top two, you know, going straight up, all this type of stuff. And, yes. But the Donny fan went and said, how do, how do you think about Darren Mott? We didn't like his style at Donny. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, what? what you know, they they get one manager and Sean O'Driscoll. Oh yeah, everything has to be. Oh. Everything has to be a low grade Arsene Wenger, right? Yes. Like, yeah. What is it with this? I mean, like for me and you. Oh, do you remember Rich? how hyped up Radio Sheffield would get about Donny under Sean O'Driscoll? I do. I do you do. think they're a team that would do better in the Premier League because they play that level of? You get more time on the ball. Nonsense. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Bloody nonsense. <laughs> Oh, do you know? Oh, do you know that team that struggles in like tenth and goes up and down between League One and the Championship? Yeah. Oh, they'd be a better Champions League team because they just play such a good level of football. Oh, <laughs> they'd be more suited to playing Real Madrid with the way they stroke it about aimlessly at the back for thirty minutes. Oh, goodness sake! Anyway, so Andy Gidding saying. How beautiful do you think it would be to see James Coppinger get booted in the air by Antonio Valencia? <laughs> Busquets smashing him for a <laughs> ninety minutes solid. <laughs> how are you? How are you enjoying your space and time on the ball? I just, I just thought it was hilarious because it was just so jumped yes. up. It was so preposterous. It was yeah. so self-imposed. And I'm also like, genuinely, me and you, Rich, have done this podcast. I feel that even though Wednesday haven't been, we've covered a pretty poor period of Sheffield Wednesday's history. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, in depth. Um, has there been any managers that we've seen over who we've particularly enjoyed the style of play that they've put out there? Oh, not, probably not really. I wouldn't have thought, you know. And I mean, who, who genuinely does of any, like, of any, anybody supporting any football team in the championship in League One? Like, it's, there's not. There's not that many of them, is there? Really? No. Uh, no. No. Oh, but you're looking forward to uh, checking checking back in with uh, with this chap, I imagine. I think I will. Yeah, that'd be quite fun. <laughs> this is it's a delicious kind of Schadenfreude to uh, to watch those those uh, those videos post <laughs> uh, post a, a win. Um, although you do then get recommended videos about like Ipswich Town for weeks and weeks afterwards, which um, it's a bit annoying, but you can it's worth putting up with, I think, just yeah. for the the delicious salty salty tears. Get a cl- get a clue, <clears throat> YouTube. Get a clue. Figure I only out. watched that for the Wednesday. I'm only come to see the Wednesday. <laughs> um, you run a multi-billion-dollar organization. But you really, <laughs> you really screw the pooch here. Screw the pooch. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, Google. Anyway. Um, anyway. So, so should we chat lineup. We should chat lineup. Let's do this. Line so, up Richie. So Rich, line up Richie. <laughs> <laughs> line up Richie. Hello. Give me your opinions on this Wednesday line. I, I mean. I, I, I uh, so obviously no no, uh, no Mendes Lang so um, mm. th- that's one of our 
are uh, the arrows in Daramore's quill that he's not able to call upon. But I, I quite liked Canberra and So when they played together previously. I, th- um, I can't remember the game now, but we absolutely gave the uh, the opposition hell. Uh, it was a surprising combination, but they were they were very difficult to play against and so got himself a goal in that game as well mm. um apologies i don't have uh, easy ability to pull up notes but um so i was quite pleased to see them combine again by and large mm. um the back at the back we've also lost hutchinson so that was interesting it was going to be interesting to see what we did there and mm. I, I like the fact that brennan was the one that we called on um, he's a natural centre back, so it's not asking. I was worried we would pull Johnson in, and then we'd end up with Brown playing left wing oh, back. Oh lord, that'd be terrible. Because you can't. I know. You, but... you no, know, in oh, you really can't take Marvin Johnson out of his place. No. You know, I'd I'd opt for a bag of sand at, uh, <laughs> at third centre back as if you can keep Johnson at left wing back. I, but then I think he, it's a choice he. I think it's a choice more might have made earlier in the season. I think he's learned the strength of his squad more and, uh, yeah, seems to be picking more sensibly as time goes on. Because mm. um, I, I do think that's the change. I, I suspect probably like September, October time, that's what we would have seen. Mm. Uh, but thankfully, yeah, he's uh, it's nice to show the, the ability to grow. And mm-hmm. good on him. Do you want to hear my piffy comments about the lineup, Ridge? Please, please. Lineup. So much like the fish in Weezer's buddy Holly video, it's not so good, Al. <laughs> Though I'm still hoping to stay tuned for some more happy days. Hey. Oh, I don't want to say it can get any worse because genuinely it could, and I don't want to put the mockers on it. Camberian so may well work, though. Uh, the unfancied foreign options given full reign. I'm hoping that somehow they work out like Zhao and Nuyu. Though both mm. of both of those two players are more talented than So and Camberry. Well, yes, yes. Um, looking at the bench, King Louis Gibbo wants to be like you, ooh, ooh. and and by that yeah. he wants to look at the first team fit footballers, and he's dancing around <laughs> on the bench. No hutch, so the back three is a little scary, and I'm going to say the subs bench is pretty awful. Yes, but then it's sensible to see some defensive options in there, or calling on Agbonta uh, Homer. Um, yeah, I know, but again, it's sensible. It's just good squad management. I mean, we, we're down yeah. to the bare bones, mm-hmm. but I think having we play three centre backs, it's we need two defenders to cover them on the bench, and these are the ones we've got at the moment, unfortunately. I get that. Um, I was actually not. I don't want to say anything <laughs> bad about uh, Agbonta Homer. It wasn't anything in in that regard. It was more no. to do with. Um, I was. We we can get on to it. Darren Moore made some big gambles today. They paid off, but I was yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very worried about those. This was gutsy, gutsy stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> it really was. It really Whoa. was. Um, I mean, so we should, t- yeah, the first half, mm. well, I I don't really remember. You, you, you'll, you'll do better than me because you've got notes there. But my sort of over view of the first half by and large would be we were probably slightly the better team but I thought I've got to say to their credit Donny looked a better gave us a lot more fight than I was expecting and looked a better side as tied than I thought they were going to be so Luke it was happy days the Fonz was here 
And we were all pleased that Jaden Brown didn't get on a football pitch. That was the main thing that was happening. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So what happened in that first half, Luke? Oh, you're going to talk to me to go through the notes? I'll do this. I'll do because I'm doing. I have less notes for this uh, game of football than most other games of football for Sheffield Wednesday. Okay. But anyway, um, let's go with a bit of Luke Piff and Vinegar from the off. So, by the way, Rich, Doncaster, <laughs> as you've noted, do play in the Eco Power Stadium. And what better way mm. to detail the current storms and honoring Mother Nature? This is inspirational, Rich. Imagine a new gritty Captain Planet set in Doncaster, where the green John Hawks-like alien reminds a new Donny Urchins that there is a new eco-conscious way to make heroin and Pi is a safe way to, to safely <laughs> reuse needles. With our powers combined, we can make smack that nobody's seen before. <laughs> wow, Captain Power! It's green smack. <laughs> Harnessing the power of squirrel innards. Um, so, cr- crappy comments about the opposition side. So, credit. So, the pitch could be looking worse. The pitch wasn't too bad, I thought. Well, yeah, certainly in our current situation, we can um, we can not be sniffy about their pitch, which uh, also houses a. A league, a rugby league team. Yes, which explains the the blue lines, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Blue, blue lines because of uh, rugby are not not anything to do with massive attack. Just to make just to make the reference. So. <laughs> um, well, Captain Planet, when he moved on from the green smack, uh, made made blue blue Anyway, let's get going with the notes. Let's talk about Sheffield Wednesday. No, no, it's fine. I I bring it on myself. I I do most of this, Rich. Um, (laughs) Much like Sheffield Wednesday does themselves, which we'll be getting onto a bit later in Mm. the points. Fourth minute, Canberry collected a lofted through ball out on the left, and he dinked it back to Bannon um, after, after, you know, Canberry ran it to near the byline. Baz kind of brings it in and then just kind of lumps over very clumsily under pressure. Um, yes, not a good finish from Barry Bannon. No, not not one of his finest. <laughs> um, they, they had a tough time, Camberian. Uh, so, Real. yes, yes, and no. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, <clears throat> I think there's a couple of occasions. I yeah, we'll get onto it. Um, carrying okay. on, keep going. Ninth minute, so that was the first Barry uh, Barry Bannon corner. That wasn't so bad. It was headed behind. The mm-hmm. second one did a very lofted curl behind. So on our coverage, because it was because it was Wednesday away, we don't get uh, um, Rob and John on the the commentary, but we do get oh, right. as a color commentary, and we get uh, Lee Turnbull of all people to be the uh, oh right okay person for for the Doncaster. Kind of coverage. So okay, um, is he the usual Donny Donny chap? Uh, I think so because I, I think he's he's a bit of a journeyman lower league footballer. But I think he did spend he well yeah he had two stints with Doncaster Rovers. Right. Maybe his finest goal return was it was it Donny? Um, Donny and apparently head of recruitment at Hartlepool now. So Wikipedia's telling me, but he was thinking. Yeah. He was thinking the corner was like a good corner from Bannon because he was saying that like 
He must the have one seen that went over everyone. The one that went over because he was like, "Oh, you know, that's uh, that's real." You know, we we saw um, someone nearly score against Doncaster with that, and it caused us some real problems. So yeah, that was that was good. Um, it's only I, good if somebody stood there. <laughs> I thought it was a little tosh. Gonna be honest, I'm yeah. not entirely sure. Maybe there was a viewer trying to hang it up at the back, the back stick. But yeah, mm. like you said, no one was really there to do. Um, I must say, from all the local options, Wednesday Doncaster feels like one of the the least kind of derby games. Yeah, there was no real heat to it, was there? I don't know whether they're mm. they're kind of um, resigned to to their fate this season or not, but. Uh... There was no, yeah, there was no big tackles or anything like that. It was, it was pretty, a pretty tame game, I thought, by and large. I don't have a huge amount of recollections from the first half. I, I, know, I remember Bannon putting a very nice cross in at one point that, um, so just kind of gen- gently hod- nodded back to their goalkeeper like yeah. a back pass. Yeah, that was that was pretty bad. Um, <laughs> that's the, that's my main main memory of yeah yeah and that's probably that's probably pretty fair i'll be honest um on the commentary rich andy giddings apologizing for calling gardner a ratter again um oh. so dan gardner almost like he has a weird porn fetish for half mutated hard carrying football players in the middle of the park <laughs> um i guess one so of the he notes called him a ratter and then apologized what was well, because he, he, he did it, he did it twice, and then he was like, "Well, I'm sorry for using the term again." Is that because it's offensive to <laughs> the half mutated rat people? It's offensive to rats to be compared to a Doncaster Rovers footballer. I mean, I I didn't get the chance, Rich, to listen to Praise of Grumble, so I didn't get to hear Master Splinter uh, calling <laughs> with great offence. I suppose it's not the rats that it's about, though, is it? It's the dog. Sorry, we shouldn't get so into this, but um... I have it's brought, I have brought up rats. those turtle ninja turtles, and I am disgusted. Disgusted. This is not what I have brought them up for. <laughs> that is, of course, Master Spencer. Well, they're kicking and punching. It's, it's not on, really. <laughs> I named him after all masters. <laughs> You think at least one of them might pick up a paintbrush, but no, it's a big stick and a couple of big farts. <laughs> it's not even good Nunky. for that. Not even good for that pizza they give us. Oh, I love a pizza. No, you why don't you, you use? Why do you use that fork, Raphael, on pizza? <laughs> and I think one of them's just got a bloody great sword. <laughs> One of the moments of note from Doncaster was they, they managed to test Peacock Farrell. Um, that was a large oh, yeah. curled shot that kind of really kind of caught uh, Peacock Farrell a bit out. Bailey, Bailey parried it, and then he gathered it just on the right side of the goal line. Looked like a looked like a slightly different, uh, difficult thing to, to yeah. find. Yeah, there was also be. the sun was low. Um, I think that might have played a part in it as well. That. Um, it was I, I, it was a horrible drive over to Doncaster, lots of snow and sleet. Um, but then, weirdly, we got into the ground and the rain stopped altogether, and the sun came out. It was like glorious, but it was low, uh, that kind of low winter sun, and I think that was probably in his eyes as well. <coughs> 
Mm. In terms of opposition players standing out, 21 for them looks a player, to be fair. If we're in a position where we're sniffing, uh, we've got some transfer money, maybe uh, we, we might, that might be somebody that we could, we might have a little sniff around, I think. <laughs> I can't remember. His, I can't remember his name now, which is rubbish. Sorry. You said, you said 21, so that must have 21, been. 21, yeah, is it Morgan? Um, but the, I can't seemingly see any player from Flash Score that is given 21 within the starting 11. So is it a substitute <laughs> for them? Yes, it was Martin. He came on for Tommy Rowe. It was Martin. Martin. Josh Martin. He's 20. Oh, yeah. Good player for 20. Youngster, maybe on the loan from uh, from Norwich. Possibly. That's that's going to be... That's going to make sense. Came up from Norwich. Norwich. Oh, okay. Well, then we won't. I just love... uh, I love pinching pinching players off Donny and Rotherham. (laughs) Makes me feel big and important as a Wednesday fan. Makes you feel like a real man. Oh, so those moments where you feel like a real man, surely they were kind of cut down the next minute because I think things kind of came alive from there. The 25th minute, Bannon did an absolutely amazing cross to So, and So so just met it so tamely that he may as well have just not bothered. I'll be honest. Yeah. It it was so poor. Like, this, this is your opportunity. I just... He just needed a bit more on it, or a bit more of an angle, which I don't think was it, it that like, hard. Yeah, but he almost—I think he just didn't know how to head the ball. Obviously, he's maybe expecting the defender in front of him to get it, so that's maybe he's a little bit surprised by it. To give him, to be fair to him, but um, he had enough space to probably even like take it on his chest and and get a shot away or something. Like. I, mm. If he's not good at heading, there were other options available in that situation. It was such a good cross. It was so pinpoint to him. <clears throat> hmm. We had a really weird moment on the 30th minute where we should have had a corner all day long. Johnson was dispossessed. Oh, yeah. And the referee somehow thought it was Yeah, that looked bad. That was, that was <clears throat> a bad call. Um, my note is saying that we've been very good with crosses today. That that seemed to be our real strength in that first half, and but then it's so that was the weird kind of disconnect. So first half, just in terms of what it looked like we were trying to do. So mm. the reason it was the reason it was more of a battle than it felt was I think Donny at times were, were almost had five in the midfield against our three, so we were kind of forced out either at their end of the midfield or our side of the midfield. We weren't really battling in the middle. We were just kind of letting them have that space and then working around them, which by and large, it was vaguely effective. And we did, yeah, we got some good crosses. But I felt like when So and Canberry played previously, they ran the channels and it felt like they'd been told to run the channels again today. So that meant when balls were going into the box, there was nobody there for them. Yeah, yeah. I, so I just thought was, from that comment, yeah. I just want to say it's like it's a real shame we're missing Gregory. Like, yes, we, oh, miss, yeah. we miss Gregory in so many ways. But this is a game that kind of makes me think, or a half of football where it's like I really want someone like Lee Gregory on the end of one of these. Well, and, and I guess also that point give that give that kind okay, of presence. Well, yeah, you know he can be the one to stay there as part of a partnership and have someone else, you know, going and running the channel. Well, it's one of those rare games where actually I thought. Patterson, Patterson up front might work. <clears throat> I started thinking that during the first half, that the fact he can't stop himself getting embroiled in the midfield 
might actually help us today rather than uh, rather than usually hindering us um because we sort of had Canberra and so not really doing anything particularly well they didn't lead the line they didn't run the channels they didn't come back and help they sort of did a, a little bit of everything and not much of anything in particular anyway sorry no no i mean that's that's pretty much it and i mean really that brings my notes to um the big the the big uh the big moment from the first half let's put it that way. so so what did that look like watching back because it was so we mm. in a weird way we had a good perspective but in another way it was re- we were like really badly placed and as was as would the linesman be um so yeah yeah i can yeah, see what, that because you had well, you had it you kind of shielded from you right so can you just remind me because you were there and you yeah. who were the two wednesday players involved Luongo and Byers. Luongo and Byers. I thought it was Luongo and Byers. I just want to double check this one. Yeah. Byers was, was it Luongo who's making a tackle from behind or was it Byers who's making a tackle? That's right. Luongo. Yeah. Luongo is the one that's sort of stretching. Right. So the interesting thing was it happened. I I didn't think it it happened so quickly. I had no opinion, Mm. you know, and it's one of those where it's like, fortunately, I think the way football works and the way televised football works is like, you can kind of train yourself to kind of switch off in those moments. So I was like, okay, you know, I'll just, I'll watch the, you know, replay. Initially, it's like the guttingness of like, oh crap, we've conceded a penalty without having a moment to, to kind of recap yeah. and see what happened. The replay shows that it, it's a very clear pen. I mean, I thought it looked pretty clear, to be honest. It, I yeah. think neither of them had the intention of fouling him, but the, the, um, the outcome of their actions was they stopped him running with the ball in the in our penalty area, which yeah. is just a penalty every day. Yeah. Well, I mean, Luongo was challenging from behind, which is risky in that situation. Is that yeah. on its own a penalty? Maybe. I mean, we never get to see the full thing. The fact that we mm. have buyers coming in and poleaxing a player between the two, whoever mm. the Doncaster Rovers player was, um, forgive me for not knowing. But he is that basically... one that's weirdly an old man? Is that Gardner? Maybe Gardner, yeah. Because um, I'm a man who's balding, but uh, I, I don't know. Gardner doesn't but look. Tickly. He just looks. He just looks old. Like he looks big and old. Like he's only like he beat you up. I know, if but if it's Gardner, it's, it's all relative with sport, isn't it? I know. I know. I mean, we've made we've made quite a um, we've made leaps and bounds from the '80s, where players look like <laughs> yes. they were like some weird nebulous in the '40s. You know, yeah. Suddenly, all white English players suddenly somehow are Nigerian because they're a lot older than they actually are. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's that's the case. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. It's very very strange. So that was weird. But yeah, no. I mean, honestly, it was it was a very very clear penalty. It was just it's so disappointing because I mean they've got the ball in a there's a fair amount of coverage around. Yeah, Gardner, it's Gardner's not necessary. Polex, it's not necessary. It's not any great moments of danger. It's no. it's again. It's Radiohead's just. It's we're doing it to ourselves, really. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much the case. Um, then we have the vague hope. Now the weird thing as a Wednesday fan at this yeah. point in time is we actually think a penalty against us is not a given. 
for two reasons. One, Bailey Peacock Farrell's pretty darn good at saving the penalties. Mm. And two, we so regularly miss our own penalties. So we're like, this guys, don't get excited, you Doncaster Rovers fans. This is not a given. <laughs> More often mm. than you uh, you'd think, people miss these things. <laughs> but it was a it was a very looked a very fine penalty. It it really was was a good hit, wasn't it? Like he, he a real rocket it, took it very very well, put it well into the corner. Mm. It wasn't much that uh, that that uh, Peacock Farrell could have done in the situation. I was frightfully, you know, frightfully sorry not to be able to get up there and get to that one. But sometimes, you know, one does think if there were two goalkeepers, two Baileys, uh, we'd still struggle to get up there. Oh. <laughs> Give us, give us a ladder in a week, <laughs> and maybe, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it takes, um... A nice stiff uh, cup of Earl Grey <laughs> on the Sunday Times. Maybe I could get up there, but uh, <laughs> certainly not at that at the full pelt that uh, <laughs> Mr. Gardner hit it. <laughs> Well, interestingly, I mean, this is the second game, obviously, we've played against Doncaster this season. This is a reverse fixture. Um, Omar Bogle was the one who missed the, oh, missed my the penalty at uh, uh, Hillsborough. Ah, uh, yeah. The man with the best song in football. Hmm. So, free, I mean, well, three penalties in in those two games. Yeah. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, so this is so, I mean, so Wednesday <laughs> to play, probably be the better team. Despite being away from home, uh, not. I mean, we weren't pulling up any trees. It's got to be said. This was not. No. A, we, we've we've played much better mm. and been frustrated by COVID going in behind or or drawing. Um, so certainly, you'd struggle to make a case for Donny deserving to be in the lead. I think. Yeah. Uh, the forty. I guess I just let's just cap off the first half. Yeah, yeah. It's sorry. so close. That's the forty-third minute. There's not really much more football to play at this point. Um, I also kind of missed a bunch of this because I um, I I'm sorry, guys. I missed my I miss missed time to my um Tim Hortons breakfast order. So. Oh no. I know. I was trying to aim it perfectly for half past. They were a little bit better than that. Let's be honest. So. Um, I had that anger to deal with as well as the anger of Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, 45th minute, there was a beautiful, nice bit of kind of play in the middle. Luongo played it to Bannon, mm. who did a lovely through ball to Byers, who was kind of in, but obviously I think he was more kind of crowded out. He was well tackled. Yes, He had a very kind of half-hearted, for, like... Shout for a... Shout for a penalty, which I've <laughs> never been... Yeah. We had that um, corner. Bannon did the same thing again. Tried to curl it and hang it up at the back stick. Yes. This time it gave. Uh, I think it's Williams. I think his name. That's that's the um, mm. the Doncaster. No, Mitchell. Forgive me. Mitchell had some kittens and kind of parred it onto the bar and over. Yes. Uh, yeah. The resulting corner had a bit of a melee, bit of a thing. Falls out to Camberry, who causes Luke to say, "Oh, Camberry, you fucking donkey." You're on I think mute, Rich. might have lost me there for a second. Yeah, yeah sorry. On mute. Uh, yeah, Canberry uh, fluffing his lines. Frustrating. He leaned back like Fat Joe and put it over the bar. <laughs> uh, and sort of summed up the kind of game he'd had to that point as well. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm glad I'm kind of managing to channel some of 
the, the bits of my anger and frustration that came through mm-hmm. at this part of watching this game because <laughs> yeah we, I, I didn't think we deserved to be behind i no. we were probably slightly the better team it wasn't saying much you know we're having kind of three or four two two i'd say one very good chance in the so header and then a few which we need to make more of a notifications three other kind of half chances and yeah it's it's not good it's not good enough no no and then but suddenly then, again you know, we're you know with sheffield wednesday we're behind it's it's a huge ask for us to come behind from one goal and to make something from this game of football well yeah i think that i think that there's a definitely like there was a lot of sort of muttering amongst the crowd at, 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 when we conceded and at half time um uh but Donny, at the end of the day, they're fighting for their lives. And I, I don't know whether there was a little bit from the team as well as the fans of, you know, let's turn, we'll turn up and fill our boots today because it's, because it's, it's Donny, they're bottom of the league. I don't know. But that was, we were, you know, very much dissuaded from that, that way of thinking, I think pretty early on in, in the first half. Um, and, Interesting to see Darren Moore take action at, at halftime. Uh, we had the lovely thing of Tommy Spur, by the way, and Rob Jones uh, coming out on the pitch at halftime. So it's nice to see both wow. of those. T- yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Both. I'm I, um, I'm frustrated that my follow coverage didn't didn't pick up on that. It still had Rob Jones is a truly enormous human being. He's massive, isn't it? Do you remember that time we we were after a Wednesday game and we kind of like skulked around at the end and then we yes. saw. We spied, yes. we spied Rob Jones outside the uh, the mega store. I do, I do remember that. Yeah, and me and you being like little creepy, creepy Wednesdayites, <laughs> just, just like looking, looking through the bushes like we're on safari to, hey. to spy out, spy out. <laughs> J- Jono, is that what is that what Palmer was calling him? I think so. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, just one thing. So, um, obviously, COVID. We've, we've spent a lot of time with our, our own company. Um, being in a crowd is an, is almost a new experience again. Mm. Uh, some bits of that are joyous. Mm-hmm. Other bits of that are quite annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke, you know sometimes you're at a public place and uh, maybe there's somebody else at that gathering like you're an event of something let's say a football match let's just call a spade a spade okay um somebody you know is also in that crowd but but away from you um and you spot them oh. now would you do you, when that if that's happened when that's happened to you do you find that fun for like 20 minutes or do you find that like in the 75th minute of a football match, you're still somehow a grown adult amused by the fact you're at the same place as a person you know, on your phone, flicking the Vs at them, waving at them, not looking at the football match at all, really, for 75 solid minutes. Do you find that happens, Luke? (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, it's just ludicrous. If, If you wanted to come out and see someone you know... You could have just gone to see them. You didn't need to do anything to do with a football match. In fact, coming to Doncaster at all is quite an odd part of your plan just to wave at a person you know. 
You could do it at your house, their house, the pub. <laughs> you could do it at the co-op. Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry, that's just my little rant. You know, uh, you know, when you said that, Rich, it made me wonder whether you were going towards um, the thing about like, oh, have you ever called for someone you know and they don't hear you? Oh, the awful like, but they they look at Jeff, the phone, Jeff, and Jeff, Jeff. <laughs> oh, there's also the thing though when when you see someone. And you phone them, and then you see what their face looks like when your name pops up on their phone. And you're like, "Oh, that person hates me." Okay, that's... <laughs> <laughs> they just can't. They can't press uh, <laughs> hang up or ignore as quick enough. You know? Oh dear. Probably anyway. probably best immortalized in the British sitcom in Peep Show. Where uh, yes, was it? Jez is going to uh, play in the van with super hands. Oh yeah, then, uh, he doesn't get to ride in the van with them, and then they <laughs> they pull up outside on the coach. They're going down to Dartmouth, and then Jez gets in the ring. Darty, yeah. <laughs> no one likes to party like the Quim and Darty, right? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. Oh, and speaking of a party, what? What better way to start a party at half time than to bring on Callum Pato Patterson and Psycho Berahino? <laughs> Did you call him Psycho Berahino? <laughs> I could call him I could call him Psycho Berahino because I tell you what, he played like a bloody man possessed Luke. I, I, thought, I was more taking it with like you said party, like you were gonna call him Callum Partyson. And Psycho Berahino. <laughs> oh, that would have been good, wouldn't oh, it? Oh, imagine, gotta if get... imagine if I'd uh, thought of that. Going to call up my mate's party son and Psycho. Oh, going to be so much fun. <laughs> um, I Yeah, my heart sank when I saw those two out on the pitch. I'm going to mm. be honest. Because I, I the thing, you know, and I, I'm aware, I made the note about So and Canberry. I really wanted them to do well today. I really yeah. wanted this to be a situation that it's really... Um, dishevelled forward lineup options that, like, I wanted, I wanted them to take their chances and try and do something, and they both let me down massively at half time. But I don't know. I, I, we've talked about Berahino being an eternal disappointment for Sheffield Wednesday and for our fans. Um, well, I, I kind <laughs> of gave some grace the other day to say, is there a situation where maybe fitness, maybe things changing, maybe time changing that he is going to follow a path to a kind of Marvin Johnson, a kind of George Byers kind of Lazarus-like well, rise in Sheffield Wednesday. Surely so George was, Byers gives gives all or everybody faith. I think so. I think so. But I, I, I mean, the thing was, it was just, I was so disappointed. Yeah. In Canberry. Um, and it's just such a brave call knowing that we only have three substitutes to make a double sub at half time. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have one substitution left to make. And um, well, it, it's like you said, it was uh, it was a real gutsy call, and um, I I doffed my cap to Darren Moore. It it really did work off, but it uh, it was worrying. It was worrying at some times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, I mean, he obviously he sent them out early. Those two mm. didn't come out at all for the warm ups at halftime. So he had, the, I presumably had the plan. You know, it's not a reaction to the team talking things out he he had the plan and, and he executed it and and someone who's criticized for often having just a plan a and not not a fallback plan b this was really 
this is a test of his managerial mettle and he came up trumps. Uh, I'm very surprised. I mean, Berahino in particular, a huge call. Mm. Um, and not not the first time he's made that call this season, but the first time it well and truly has paid off, I think. Um, it's So it, it was interesting the second half because I thought Donny did a couple of things right as well. Like they became quite a threat on the break. Um, and mainly what they seemed to do is well, they were trying to, like so many teams have done, trying to sort of focus their attacks down the channel of Palmer and Johnson, who you've got a guy who's a right-back playing left-sided centre-back, and you've got a guy who's a left-winger playing left-wing-back. So that is kind of the the softest spot in our, in our defensive armour. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did get some joy over the top with that. I mean, it really... I, this was touch and go as to who would score next. It, it, was, it was one of those games where obviously the next goal was hugely important, but it was really was not a given that it was Wednesday. No, no, that, that is a very, very good call. Um, especially like Doncaster came out exceptionally well from the second half. Mm. Uh, it, it just looked like it was it, that first, especially our first 15 minutes of the second half. It just looked like, yeah, I don't know that that and, and seeing Patterson and uh, Berahino come on <laughs> made me wonder about like if I was there whether I'd be tempted to just leave. I'm going to be honest. Oh dear, yeah, yeah. Um, we actually had a chance very early on in the second half, didn't we? Um, that was according to the near post, and it was Brennan who rose high. Yes, and headed over. Yeah, that looked a good chance. It, it yeah, it did. Yep, yep. Was he in front of the front post? I was just—I didn't know whether it looked like it might be. It might have been a bit more difficult in that, or or was he? Was it just a bad miss? I, I think it was difficult, but I don't know. We, we we never do. I don't know. We seem to have a lot of defenders who kind of meet meet the ball in a more yeah. defensive mindset from corners yeah. with heading as opposed to attacking. Clear it. So clear it, clear it behind. I, I thought it was a little bit tough. You know, he was getting. Yeah. He got up well to get there. He, he seemed yeah. to be disappointed of himself, but I don't think it was the, the worst miss. Um, no. From there, I mean, I felt we were, were pretty heavily contained by Don, Donny in the beginning of that second half. Um, maybe looking yeah. over my notes, like it's, it's interesting to see obviously what transpired and what happened. Um, but maybe maybe for them and to, to, to give some grace to Doncaster Rovers, after I've come and said a lot of nasty things about... Um, <laughs> their fans and their culture and their, their place. Yes. Um, maybe this was a turning point in the 53rd minute. How was it not 2-0 to Doncaster Rovers? Was that the, it was the moment re- when... It was a gentleman okay, named... Is it Rashawn Williams is his name? Yes, yeah. So they had a free kick. I'm not sure who played it long for them. Johnson was beaten um, at, at the kind of right... Their right wing, our left back berth. Yeah. Played it across for Rashawn Williams, and he he was in the clear. He didn't have much time, but I would have expected that he would have at least got a shot. That at least would have been on mm. goal. Um, there seemed to be a clash of him coming together with Peacock Farrell, um, yes. which looked a bit weird for a second. But clearly, he just he just absolutely just did an awful awful miss at the back post. Right. Yeah. And and that was a moment like. Yeah, how is it not 2-0? It, we were staring, yeah, staring down the barrel there, really. Yeah. Um, and from there, I think things slowly kind of turned around. 56th minute, Berahino got a corner. 
Did quite well. We didn't do anything with that. Uh, 63rd minute, I said Patterson's replaced Canberry. And, you know, both coming on as a substitution, <laughs> but also making me saying, for fuck's sake, Patterson. He headed yeah. wide from Johnson's delicious cross. Yeah. We were, again, the crosses were still coming. I do think that I do think Patterson and Berahino were more disciplined about getting in the box and being there for crosses. Um, to, you know, that was a marked difference between the two. I, I think I, I, I know I know Don, Donny were came out well and they were they were playing impressively. I do think Berahino by and large, was doing nicely with his touches and he was doing the job he was there to do, mm. trying to stretch them. Um, he he stuck to his task rather well. Um, I, yeah, I was I was impressed even before the, t- the tide turned in the game, to be honest. I thought he was doing a nice job. I think Patterson was doing his usual. He's, he's struggling at the moment and continued to kind of toil. Um but maybe a turning point for him as well. But anyway, yeah, sorry. Back to you, Luke. Back to me. Um, <laughs> Piffy, no, more get, get, got a throw-in going, leaving his technical area. Much like Liam Palmer <laughs> roving around the box. Um, 66 minute, Baz cracked wide. That was pretty close. Yeah, that was very close, wasn't it? I loved Patterson claiming for a corner there as well, which um, you might as well try. <laughs> it doesn't cost anything to put your hand in the air, does it? It, it does not. It does not. <laughs> um, speaking of which, the man himself mm, does a bit of fortuitous, tenacious gambling. Patterson, 69th minute. Luongo, he jockeyed the ball in the box, did really well, cycled to Johnson, who, once again, is just phenomenal. Can we just give a oh. shout out to Marvin Johnson? Just his crosses were... Incredible. He had a hell of a game. He hell of a game today. Fantastic. So good. Put in a really delightful cross. Patterson headed it really well, met it really well. Mm. Um, and then the gentleman's name, let me remind myself, who's the Doncaster keeper? <laughs> and Mitchell. Mitchell. Such a such a memorable name. Such <laughs> generic. A, such a generic white man's name. Um, <laughs> so Mitchell kind of parried it up in the air. And then there was just that moment where you could just see the determination of Patterson to just yeah, be like, I'm yeah. going for this. And he just went full belt, like just got like a sprint of a gap on whoever yes. was defending him from Donny and just met it, <laughs> met the rebound, headed it in. 1-1. Where did that come from? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but I was so pleased for him and... Uh, so timely for us as well, because as you say, I mean, it, it was not looking, was not looking in like a a marked difference in the second half in many ways. But yeah, stick stuck at it, got it, got his header away, um, and superb work, really. And yeah, Johnson's uh, Johnson's he doesn't get an assist because it was the second sort of phase of the of play, but. He just worked so hard down that flank and got got so many good crosses, good, good deliveries into the box, despite lots of defenders <laughs> marking, trying to yeah. stop him. I mean, really, he should be getting two assists this game. So we were already, we already had Gibson on the sidelines. He was, he was waiting to come on for quite a long time. There was a very long period of play before we scored. 
Um, the ball was in play for yeah for several minutes on end, and Gibson was waiting to come on. And I was intrigued. I was sort of wondering what the plan was going to be, and I just assumed it was going to be Palmer moving out to one of the flanks, which I I had mixed feelings about. I don't like this. Hunt uh, Hunt gets subbed quite often. I don't know. He never. He doesn't seem to flag necessarily. Mm. but gets taken off anyway, and often we're weaker for it. Uh, so I, I was convinced it was probably going to be Hunt coming off, Palmer moving out to the right back, and 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 um, Louis Gibbo, uh, king of the jungle, getting dropped in at left-sided centre-back. But that wasn't the change we made. The change we made was to to get take Brennan out and uh, and put Gibson in at left-sided centre-back. And this was... This was a a, 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 a low-key, really, really important moment of the game as well. Because <laughs> I mentioned that Doncaster had made that change. They put their big man forward up against Palmer and, and just hit the ball with him as often as possible. Mm. Weirdly, they didn't seem to twig that he could just move across and still do that against Palmer on the other side. They just persisted in feeding the ball down Gibson's channel, and he was more than capable of heading the ball away. He was bigger than his man and stronger, and that was a huge like turning point in the game. Wednesday suddenly were controlling this football match. Um, Gibson, another, I mean, back from the dead, <laughs> Lewis Gibson. Uh, so, weirdly, they've not got the penalty incident dropped in the timeline but it happens now-ish doesn't it <laughs> uh no no it doesn't um i mean no? so so okay so gibson comes on after i think he comes on after i think there was a moment after we scored and actually from the kickoff doncaster nearly scored they nearly made it 2-1 and i'm okay. not sure who it was who took a hit who who, who hit the wall for doncaster it's outside the box Took a big deflection, oh, big yes. looping, calling, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. killing deflection. I that shot. BPF did amazing to get across. A great to, save, full, to claw full stretch. You know, a lot to do. Clawed it away, did very, very well. I think at that point, I think that's when Gibson comes on for Brennan. Yes. Yeah. Um, 74th minute, I thought that Johnson did a really delightful cross that uh, seemingly no one was in the box for. <laughs> that was a bit heartbreaking. Yes. Yeah, and the seventy-fifth minute—that's when we come to. This is when we come to the penalty decision. Um, mm. We luckily were on the end, on the on the fortuitous end of this. But that was that was a very, very bizarre, very fortuitous penalty decision. So, so I mean, it all happened very quickly, and obviously they didn't show a replay. But it looked like he blocked his—he protected his face with his hands. Did he not do that? No, it's um, I mean, but also in that, like, I don't know. I don't think anyone knows. But you, we're, we're going to be so. Everybody's going to be so simply, inconsistent. You simply can't. Hmm. So inconsistent in regards to penalty decisions, like uniformly. Then, so did he simply not have his hands up, or did he, or did he? And you don't think you think it was unfair to give it because it was a shot and he didn't have very much time to react the latter and also i mean it's just it's it's not any great shot it's not going anywhere <laughs> no it's but like that matter, it, lumping it up into the air like but you can't the the rules are now you just got to keep your arms in 
natural positions and that's regardless of how you look at it having your arms above your head is not a natural position for them to be in i don't know i thought it was weird i thought it was strange i don't know i've not seen it back so i don't know so i can't, I can't uh, i'm not gonna argue with you so um i mean it's, nice it's to not, get with the green because it's not we, a shot going goalwards but that doesn't matter I know, I know it doesn't matter. It just doesn't seem... Uh, I'm, I'm fully I'm fully open and fully happy to hold my hands up and say I'm wrong <laughs> with this. I just... Like, seriously, because it's just... Because I don't know... There's no consistency in regards to handball decisions. I've seen some weird ones. I've seen some bad... I think this is yeah. one of the... One of the poorer handball decisions. I but can then think isn't of. This, this the other one I can think of you... is remembering... I think it was... Wednesday away at Forest, maybe in the relegation year with Darren Purse, mm. and the ball hitting the back of his shoulder blade. Yeah. And that was apparently but, a penalty. But then, isn't this different to that? If you've got your hands up in the air, you're asking for trouble. I do think it's the sort of thing that happens to a team when you're in the relegation zone. Like, this is, it's, in some ways, it was. This is a spirited display from Donny, but in many ways, you start to see the reason that they're down where they are. And one of those things is just lack of discipline. Like, that's just a stupid thing to do. Let the ball hit you in the face. You're not you're not allowed to protect your face with your hands. It's just not allowed in the rules as they currently stand. Whether we want that to change or not doesn't matter. <laughs> This got to, the rules got you know the game's got to be officiated by the rules as they as they are agreed upon by everybody. Anyway, um, okay. Anyway, well, it doesn't end up in doesn't and really make being any very great difference. Important moment, no. does it? No. Because oh, Barry, oh, Weebaz, you are really bad at set pieces, and add to the list of set pieces you're bad at penalties. He's all right at penalties sometimes. No, he's not. He's not good enough. <laughs> Seven. I'm sorry. Seven out of ten isn't good enough, and that's the sort of record he's running. I think, unfortunately, probably for the, going against my argument, his penalty record's not probably not very good, is it? I think we talked about this, didn't we? We talked about like he's missed several. He's missed several this season. He's missed hasn't several he? he has. He has indeed. Um, it, it, in and of his, in and of itself, his penalty record may well have cost us points. I think. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh boy! I mean, he <laughs> stepped down for Gregory to step up, didn't he? Yeah. At one point, but then now Gregory's injured. I'm just staggered. There's no one That's else. We have, we have strikers. I know. I know, but would you wouldn't want you wouldn't want any of them doing it though, would you? That's the tricky thing. It's nobody, nobody. You wouldn't want anybody other than Bannon, but Bannon's not very good. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like having like five receptionists and none of them being any good at like outlook. <laughs> Being like, yes, you're a receptionist. You're supposed to be good at outlook. And I'm like, no, I just, I can't do it. Just, I'm just get, just my palms get sweaty every time I look at uh, where, 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 where I see, see that layout. Like, this is just the same thing. Like, come on. I mean, yeah. So, okay, penalty. Um, penalty. Bannon steps up. Go on, sorry. I've already hit it well, but uh, is, is it right down the middle? Like, uh, well, I mean, again, this is not a particularly great view because we're right on the goal line where we were stood. So right. it just looked, it looked like the keeper got a lot of it, which generally means it wasn't a particularly good penalty. But the keeper also, like, because that was the thing, because uh, 
So it's a funny thing. I've got a view, and I've probably got a better view than you, and I'm million, yeah, <laughs> thousands of miles away. Um, but like, I don't know. They were going, oh, that was a great save. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of still into. I think it's more a good save. It's sixty forty, but he the keeper saved it with his feet. Right. So when that happens, it's pretty fortuitous because he was diving to his left. Bannon kind of stroked it down the middle. He hit it well, but it's just it's, it's badly placed, I'd say. Yeah, okay, fair enough, yeah. So, but when a keeper saves with his feet, I'm like, he, he, you could see he made a point to, to keep his feet extended. Like, so there yeah. is consciously something there, but I mean, it is, it, it's skilled and it is fortunate, really. Yeah. So, anyway, any, any misjust, any, <laughs> Any injustice, like, I may feel with the penalty being given, not that I really care, but, like, it, it didn't see... Like, any if anyone felt aggrieved that this wasn't a penalty, shouldn't have been a penalty, then Bannon misses anyway. So it's not a moment that... No. I mean, interesting that point. It's 1-1. And I mean, kudos to Wednesday that we we go on and it's not... Yeah, but... It's not yeah. long after then that we back. Because often that is a turning... Often it's a momentum shift, isn't it? The other way. Yes. Because a penalty... Obviously, scoring a penalty is is winding wind in your sails. But often saving a penalty has the same effect for the opposition. But we, we rode out that storm. And, and I think we just seem to double down and become more determined to, to play our game and, um, and get a result today, which is really good to see it's from a mentality point of view this is a comeback is big but also coming back from missing the penalty is big in and of itself it's huge um and the well the 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 next goal and the one that followed absolute peaches uh do you want to talk us through the first we i mean here's the thing i mean i'm i think here on different gravy we're big fans of jack hunt I think Jack Hunt has, mm. done, has been a very steady, consistent performer. I don't think he's ever really let us down in the right wing back berth. I think he's been unfortunate when he's missed out. Um, yeah. Maybe sometimes I think, you know, maybe you had a bit more of an offensive view of someone looking at, like, let me broaden Corbino or what we hoped Shadipo would do. So I yeah. can kind of forgive sometimes maybe trying those options. Saying that, um, left wing, again, just uh, Marvin Johnson has been incredible. Marvin Johnson mm-hmm. has been fantastic. We've done so much great work down that left wing. We're not going to focus on that right now because it's it's Gibson and Gibson. It's Gibson did absolutely phenomenal. But both of those both have like these beautiful interchanges on you yeah. know, the left byline, and yeah. he did really phenomenal in his build up. Just just kind of grace and skill, and but also tenacity as well. And did yeah. a lovely one-two with Bannon. I think it's um, he does it with Luongo, doesn't he? He exchanges with Luongo right. on the left, and then he does a one-two with Bannon. And then yeah. it's, he's coming up against whether the, the the Doncaster defender he's up against, and it's like a situation like, oh, he's probably lost it, and he just mm. lets it run past him, runs round the guy to, <laughs> yes. to get it, strokes, looks like he kind of scuffs it in along the floor, mm. but then there's Berahino. Berahino takes a touch, takes it away, swivels, lovely finish at the near post. Great finish. 2-1. Brilliant. Brilliant. What a great moment, those two guys. I mean, yeah, we've pronounced them dead on this podcast. 
I'm sure we're not the only Wednesdayites who felt like one of the, you know, they've got nothing left to offer us. I remember the episode. I remember I said to Rich, I said, do you want to call it or should I? And then <laughs> Rich gave the time of death. for both, Time of death. Both, <laughs> both Sado Berahino and Lewis Gibson. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful thing to, to these two forgotten men etching them etching themselves in our memories beautiful mm, beautiful um i loved i, I thought uh, we were with this this time for the kind of the valedictory final remarks kind of things but but gibson really looked so good when he came on and uh, it, Moore was talking about the balance in terms of the whole episode of johnson being the left-sided center-back gibson gives a really nice balance to things, particularly with Palmer on the other side. You've basically got two guys that can naturally clear the ball into the center because that's the curve of the ball when the way they hit it, but also provide uh, provide crosses, provide a bit of attacking impetus in that position. Nice, uh, yeah, nice to see. Uh, I really, uh, I thought he was gone. I thought he was out the door. And uh, not only is he here, but he's he's contributing. Mm. lovely stuff and then speaking of you said impetus and how about mm. an impy touch from Barry Bannon <laughs> for the goal for free one what a counter and this was uh, I don't know what it was fed was it fed to Johnson but anyway the ball kind I'm not sure who from because this is something I lost on the replay um, mm. but came out to Berahino Berahino did a lovely touch to get it wide yeah. of his man to bring in Johnson. Johnson, absolute steam train, going down the left. Um, puts it in beautifully. And like I've said, impy touch from Barry Bannon. Touching home. Nice little nice little repay from his missed penalty. Yeah, yeah. Lethal, deadly move. Who is it like? We look like we just couldn't do anything in this game. I know, I know. And then suddenly so we've just become a bunch of assassins. So, so strange. I mean, but, uh, I, first off, uh, so yes, I love that Bannon was just so determined to make up for missing the penalty. And that's part of why we've taken him to our hearts as fans. Like, the, he's got the heart of a lion in many ways. It's, it's fantastic to see. Um, and people that go hiding in those situations are all too common. But, but Barry Bannon doesn't shrink in those moments. He gets bigger. It's incredible. He's he's a wonder in so many ways. We are lucky, lucky, lucky to have him. Um, and that was that was just wonderful. It was so wonderful for him to cap it off. I think from in terms of the fact that Wednesday fans have been getting some pretty bad press recently um, in terms of our, our escapades, uh, particularly at away grounds. I think the fact that we didn't score the pen, he didn't score the penalty, but he scored later might have saved quite a few people uh, a night in the cells or some trouble or a fine because for the penalty, all of the numpties were lined up, ready to go nuts. When a goal happens in, in the impromptu form of, uh, of open play, they don't get the chance to get ready and therefore uh, were saved from themselves and their own stupidity. Mm. Um, but I did have that. I did have a very funny, like modern moment of a teenage lad behind me. This is just with the back to the penalty, just quickly. He's like, I was filming the whole thing. Cause I was like, all right, have you still got it now? <laughs> no, I deleted it when he missed. 
And it's like for every video we see on Twitter from behind the goal, it's like how many, how many, you know, possible moments have been filmed and then uh, and then deleted, um, left to left in some dusty corner of the iCloud. Um, <laughs> but I, there's just so many things to like about this move. Yeah, again, Berahino's involved. Just wonderful play from Johnson and the. Patterson is busting a gut to get in. He makes the right centre forwards run, and but that but he was being well defended. What breaks their defence is Bannon making the extra run at the near post, and nobody can keep up with him. They spot him too late, and he 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 finishes. Uh, and what a tremendous tremendous away day for for Wednesday. To, turning it into three one, and we we did have some more sniffs at things. I don't know um, whether there's any of those in your notes, but we kept trying to score more. And Jack Hunt, in particular, seemed like a like he was determined to 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 make something happen at various points. You know, the thing I want to say was uh, I don't have any of the notes, so I think that that's kind of it from me. That's fair enough. Um, so maybe we'll just just kind of cap off cap off the action. One thing I want yeah. to say was from the celebrations, like it was just so great to see so many Wednesday players just absolutely yeah. just living for it. Like the funny thing was the Berahino goal. Bannon yes. just runs and like pretty much just like <laughs> does a diving slide into towards the <laughs> towards the advertising boards. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I thought Barry. I'm like, I was that pretty, sh- pretty sure Barry Hino scored it. I don't think Barry Bannon got the final touch on it. But uh, yeah, it's just great to see just how much the players were loving it, and what a, what a yeah. comeback! What a comeback! What a great, amazing, yeah, the, fantastic. I mean, it's, it's, it's a rare, rare thing for a come from behind victory, a come from behind victory against local rivals, albeit not the most heated of rivalries and then yeah the getting over the penalty miss as well that's a lot of those a lot of really positive things and another one of these weird rube goldberg-esque cobbled together how did we pull a performance from this weird 11 that we ended up with on the pitch um i don't know like some sort of artist fashioning things out of found objects Darren Moore looks around his sparse bench and somehow manages to cobble together a masterpiece. <laughs> he made a big, bold call with that halftime sub. He made a big sub. I mean, I think Gibson was a big sub and he got both the calls absolutely spot on. Mm. No, I agree. And I, it's a big Daz. Um, a huge pound the bag for, for, for Darren more today do you think like so well i don't i don't think we can give it to him because we have to pick a player but i almost yeah. want to give like man of a match to darren moore today mm. yeah he definitely deserves a, a lot of praise off the back of that that was uh that was <laughs> that was real chips were down things were tough and uh and to pull the result out of it was really fantastic so this is a tricky job. I mean, where, where do you, what are your thoughts in terms of Starman and, and maybe some honourable mentions? Ooh. I thought I was supposed to answer the easy questions here on different gravy. <laughs> um, wow, I don't know because I mean, I don't know because I, I kind of want to give it to because we said Darren Moore. So like, 
their free brilliant substitutions who stepped up when we needed them. Yeah. So in a way, like I think it, I think in some way I'm gonna give it to all three of them shared. <laughs> so I think, coward, coward. I know. I mean, outside of that, I would say Marvin Johnson. <laughs> to be honest with you, yeah, marvelous Marvin, as they as everyone's calling him now. <laughs> <laughs> The Wednesday fans here looking forward to another Roll Dahl tale from Marvelous Marvin. <laughs> oh, he was so good today. But it was Psycho Berahino with a giant peach <laughs> to make it 2 1. He was very. Uh, Berahino was very. I think of the subs, he's maybe the plob one for me. <laughs> he's the giant. <laughs> to cap it off, it was Barry, champion of the world. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, it's hard to pick between. Uh, I mean, I think I think my temptation would be if I, I I'm gonna mm. if I'm sticking my neck out to just pick one. Yeah, I think Berahino is the pick of the subs, but it was nice. it's a tight run thing. It is, but. Uh, Bannon it without a, the penalty miss is probably looking looking pretty good for Starman as well. Um, again, I, I liked seeing Luongo and Byers and Bannon. It's a really nice combination. They really complement each other so well. Um, nice to see. It's a bit pedestrian. I think that at times they was a bit pedestrian today. The the three of them. Um, but it all it all came good in the end, and it's uh, it seems churlish to sort of look back at the first half and mither about it now because we know how it finished. I know, I know. What a uh, maybe. I, I hope there are other great away games that are coming this season. Mm. But this this might be this might be the best away game of the season. It's got to be up there, hasn't it? It has. It's got to be like top top three in this case. Real special, um, special you... stuff. While we're kind of capping things off, I just want to take a little little glimpse at the League One table. Rich, did you did you see some Ooh. of the other goal scores today? I haven't seen the the scores. No. So what's um... um? So most of it is pretty. Um, I'll be honest. Most of it's pretty kind of ho hum. The teams around us at the top kind of did okay. Okay. So, um, one thing I want to say is right now, Rich. So Wednesday at eighth on 55 points, but basically it goes up to 56 points, up to fourth spot. So that is five positions separated wow. by one point. Basically, wow. Oxford Oxford won 4-0, Plymouth won 2-0, Sunderland lost at home to MK Dons, who look to be doing doing quite well. Kind of looks like they're maybe pushing the top two situations. Rotherham they've got, a, drew they've got a decent, uh, they've got that pretty decent winger guy, haven't they? Um, I'll let you take a guess. Do you know what the score of the Wickham Cheltenham game was, Rich? I I have just looked, so um, it would be cheating if I guessed at this stage. <laughs> okay, but yeah, that was pretty uh, pretty staggering. Um, Wickham it's wild sharing sharing ten goals evenly in a five five draw. Um, yeah, I mean this is this is it's starting to look like the t- league table we were sort of expecting to see much sooner isn't it it's starting to mm. starting to look like uh corbin an unused sub today for mk don so maybe uh maybe it's not all sunshine and roses in milton Keynes, as uh as you were told 
Theo, maybe not. But Connor Wickham scored for them. Connor Wickham did bag. Yeah. Wigwam. And uh, Josh Josh McEachern. Uh, yeah. Failed, <laughs> failed we... Chelsea future. It's got to be said. I mean, it, it's we're in that situation where I do feel like I know it, it's it's it, other teams can do us favors, but it's really just about Wednesday and what we can if we can keep putting results together, then it's just undeniable. It's a matter of time, but that's the big if, isn't it? Especially with all of our multivarious injury worries. <coughs> but if we can keep putting out good good teams and good performances. Um, everybody's got to play everybody. Uh, we've, we've, we've played those top two already. We played Sunderland twice already. We played them. We only played MK Dancer once. Is that right? Uh, yes. We're away at them. Uh, yeah. Mid, mid April. But we've not got many games against our direct rivals and they all play each other. So it's all to play for, but it's, it's, it's definitely, it's, I mean, it's all about Wednesday and keeping mm. the, keeping the show on the road. And today is, re- was really a magic trick of, uh, of, <laughs> of a performance out of, out of nowhere, really. Some real seat of the pants stuff, but, uh, but a fine win in the end. Agreed. I mean, just to build on your point, we're away at Wickham, like the second to last game. Um, okay. Final game of the season is home against Portsmouth, who look like they aren't doing a great deal. Bolton, we've got away at Bolton maybe as well, like just before. Okay. So there are, yeah, there's some... there's some. But I mean, seriously, out of that, I'm trying to be generous. The rest of the team, there's a lot of League One bottom to mid table chaff that we've got to play. Like, I, I think, you know, we've said when, you know, previously, you know, we do do it to ourselves. And today yeah. was an example to be like, you know, the first half we were doing it to ourselves. But if we just turn up and just, we just turn up and, and play with the yeah. players we have and the abilities they have, we we should, we'll win a lot more games than we lose. Yeah. I loved uh, just another little like moment that's flashed across my memory. I loved uh, Bailey Peacock Farrell's sort of, Schmeichel-esque throw out to Johnson as well at uh, at one point. That was really good. We looked, yeah, we looked very potent on the break today. Very, yeah, yeah. I mean, good win, good week. <laughs> um, um, the benefit of a of a game that's been called off is you can't lose it. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> is is that is that from Alan Irvin's book of book of managerial? <laughs> One of the I've always said one of the the best things about a postponed game is um it's another opportunity to to not uh, not lose points. That's what I've always said. <laughs> During studies for my fourth or fifth coaching badge, uh, which I have and you don't have, which means I'm better than you. Um <laughs> On, the, um, well, on, on that timely reminder that on Alan that timely reminder of is, Alan is better than all of us. <laughs> should, we, should we wrap up another episode yes. of Different Great? We should do that. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. It, yeah. I, I've, I've really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. I, I now hope I can escape Doncaster. Um, but um, wish you well, Luke. Wish the folks at home well, and we'll we'll talk again next week. See everyone. Bye bye. Cheerio.